Hello and good day. My name is Toluto Pedada. Thank you for tuning in again. Um, welcome to another edition of our study of the book of Revelation. Um, let's just say a quick word of prayers. Father, we give you glory. Thank you for another time to learn at your feet. We ask that you teach us yourself today. Open our eyes to see the spirit behind these letters. And let's be doers of your words. Let your understanding rest on us. And let us be prepared for your second coming in Jesus' name. Amen. So we are um, in the second part of uh, the the broad division of the book of Revelations. Uh, I've told you that the book is divided broadly into three parts um, according to uh, Revelations 119 John was told to write the things which were which had happened before his time the things which are those things that were happening in his time and the things which will happen hereafter metatwata as a Greek word which means the things that will happen after his time so uh, the middle part the second part the things that were happening in his time were the le- seven letters to the the letters to the seven churches so we, we treated the whole of chapter 2 um, uh, last uh, last uh, time so we're going to go uh, into chapter 3 now um, and in the whole of chapter 2 we treated uh, the church uh, the first church uh, was the church of um, sorry just give me a minute So we treated the Church of Ephesus, the Church of Smyrna, the Church of Pergamum, and the Church of Theatria. So we're going to go to the last three churches. Uh, we're starting from the Church of Sardis, and that's Revelation chapter 3, verse 1. Please check, turn your Bibles and let's go together. Unto the church, unto the angel of the Church of Sardis, write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars I know thy works I know that thou hast a name that thou livest and art dead okay just go back a bit um, this thing said he that has the seven spirits of God who is he that has the seven spirits of God um, Isaiah chapter 11 uh, it's actually verses 2 and 3. I think we've, we've talked about it in one of the previous sections. But if you look at from verse 1, it was talking about it was talking about the Messiah who will come and saying that, um, and the Spirit of verse 2 now, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That's number one, the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of wisdom, number two, the Spirit of understanding, three, the Spirit of counsel, four, the Spirit of might, five, the Spirit of knowledge, six, and the Spirit of the fear of the Lord. And those are the seven spirits of God. And this was Isaiah prophesying um, uh, thousands of years before Jesus was born, about hundreds of years before Jesus was born. So we know these are the things said, the, he that hath the seven spirits of God um, and seven stars. I know thy works. This is coming again. God knows what you do. That thou hast a name. Like you have a reputation of being alive that is what the, the, the spirit is telling this church 
you have a reputation of being alive but in actual fact they are dead he said be watchful verse 2 be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die for I have not found thy works perfect before God remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent if therefore thou shalt not watch I will come on thee as a thief and thou shalt not know what are I will come upon thee so this is a church that had a reputation of being alive and people 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 will think oh this is a happening church but you see Jesus they're a dead church they're a dead church you see rewards in heaven are not going to be based um, on on our earthly reputation oh this guy is doing so well uh, this church is doing fantastically well to Jesus they may be a dead church but in that same dead church there is a remnant of those who are faithful so no matter how polluted our environment might be there are still a few people who have found faithful so no matter even if you think you're the only righteous one around you in your church in your place of work there are still a remnant that God expects to be faithful hold fast to that which you have verse 5 verse 4 now Revelation 3 verse 4 thou hast in thou hast a few even in Sardis which have not defied their garments and they walk with me in white for they are worthy verse 5 he that overcoming the same shall be clothed in white raiment and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life but I will confess his name before my father and his angels okay Verse 4, talking about the remnant who are still faithful. Now, let's look at this verse 5. Um, he that overcomes will be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name of the book of life. Uh, this will shake your theology a little bit, um, but I'm going to say it anyways. Whenever the Bible is, most places, a, a huge majority of places, the Bible talks about uh, the book of life or people's name appearing in a book of life the bible doesn't talk about it being written or newly being written he's always talking about it being blotted out it being removed from the book of life so theologically speaking the names of everybody starts out in the book of life and i'm going to explain just give me a moment if a child born to Isis or Boko Haram leader or or a Satanist, the, the most ungodly um, family in the whole world. And the child dies maybe after a week or after a few days. The child goes to heaven. When did the angel or when did Jesus now write, when, when was that child's name written in the book of life between those few days? So everybody's name starts out in the book of life, which means we all have the same chance at redemption. What makes someone's name remain in the book of life is their actions and inactions while they were on earth. That is what determines if your name will be blotted out or your name will remain in the book of life. 
So it is not that every time we sin, the name is removed. Then when we repent, it's written. When we sin, it's removed. When we repent, it's written. There's no delete, right? Delete, control Z, control shift, delete in, in, in that thing. What happens at the point of death? The name is either blotted out or is left there. And you can search through the scriptures and send me voice notes if you disagree, but we'll search through the scriptures together. It is always Jesus talking about people's name being blotted out of the book of life. Verse 8, Revelation 3, 8. I know thy works. Behold, I have set upon thee an open door, which no man can shut it. For thou hast little strength, and thou hast kept my word. And thou hast not denied my name. So even the remnants, Jesus is saying, um, the remnants here, they have little strength. They've kept the word. And God has set upon them an open door. So if you keep the word, if you obey God, open door is an automatic open door. Praise God. Okay, so let's go to the next verse, verse uh, 9. The Church of Philadelphia. The Church of Philadelphia, um, from verse 7, sorry. Uh, And unto the angel of the Church of Philadelphia say these things. He that is holy, he that is true, he that had the key of David, he that had open it and no one can shut. He that shut it and no man can open. I know thy works, I said before thee, open door. I know thou hast little strength and thou hast kept my word and not denied my name. So this is talking about the church of Philadelphia. Uh, Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet. And to know that I have loved thee, because thou hast kept my word of thou hast kept the word of my patience, I will also keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Now, the earth dwellers is talking about the hour of temptation that is coming upon those that dwell upon the earth. Um, later in the in the in this book, we're going to be seeing that. Um, some group of people are, are referred to as inhabitants of the earth or the, the dwellers upon the earth, earth dwellers. Those are the people that will miss the rapture. Those are not, we are not citizens of this world. The Bible says our native home is in heaven. We are pilgrims on this earth. We are not inhabitants. We are not dwellers. So there's going to be a hour of temptation, which we're going to read about, which the later part of Revelation, the third part I talk, I explained, um, really um, blowed up open. So the, the Lord is telling this church because they have kept the word that is going to keep them away from this temptation. Now, it's, there are some people among these church members who the Bible call the synagogue of Satan. And even though they claim to be Jews, so there had been people 
who appeared to be holy, who appeared to be Christians, who appeared um, um, to be uh, 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 acceptable to God. And Jesus is calling them synagogue of Satan. We've treated this in, in, in one of the churches. And if you can remember, in that particular church, I think it's in the church of Smyrna, um, and what were these guys doing that, that made Jesus call them synagogue of Satan? They were pretenders. They were pretending. And do we have people like that in church today? Wow, they're there. Pretenders. The Bible calls them synagogue of Satan. They're pretending to be Christians. They pretend to be churchgoers. They pretend to come for Bible study, to be do, do this and do that. But they're synagogue of Satan. And the Bible is saying, bringing something. He said, I'll make them, which are not Jews, but, and I'll make them to come and worship before thy feet. What they are going to go through will make them come before the feet of the righteous ones and worship. Verse 10, we looked at that. Is, that is deep because it's, it's about us, uh, the millennial reign, and we're going to rule with Christ here on earth, which will be treated far, far later in the book. Um, verse 10, Revelation 3, 10. Because thou hast kept my word and my patience, I also keep thee from the hour of temptation. Okay, we have read that. Um, and... We've read that. I think that's all about. Behold, that's 11, verse 11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold fast to that which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write his name, I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down from heaven. And I will write upon him my new name. We'll treat this New Jerusalem, which cometh down from heaven, is a whole chapter dedicated to it later in the book. Verse 13, He that had and hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Okay. And unto the church of Laodiceans writes, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works. Again, again, I know your works. Jesus knows your works. He knows what you are doing. Again, the seventh church, Laodicean church. Jesus saying, I know your works. I know that thou art neither hot nor cold. And this is this is this is serious. Lukewarm church. Church of Laodicean. Lukewarm church. I know that thou art neither hot nor cold. Jesus says, oh, I think this is a very popular verse, and we've used it often and often in church. He says, I would rather prefer that you are hot or cold. So that at least let's know where you stand. Let's know where you stand. And this is another pretense. P 
people that think that want to be 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 like oh I want to uh, it does uh, it does it doesn't really matter I can do this I can I can go to club and come to church I can do this just be lukewarm uh, it doesn't matter they've lost they've lost the vision they they lack is it is it verse verse seventeen. Uh, Okay, verse verse fifteen now. That that thou art loose. So then, because thou art lukewarm, neither old nor nor hot, I will spill thee out of my mouth. Jesus says, I'm going to reject you totally because you, you never belong to anywhere. And I think this is most common in our in our in our in in the 2019 church. Lukewarm people. It doesn't matter kind of Christians. Now. Verse 17, because thou seest I am rich and increased in goods and have need for nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. We think we are rich. We think these guys think, oh, we don't, we don't need, we lack nothing. We have this, we have that. We are rich in this, we are rich in that. And Jesus is, look at, look at this, this, these qualities that they are wretched they are miserable, they are poor, they are blind, they are naked. As in. So, again, earthly reputation, what men think about a particular church doesn't really matter. It's what God thinks, what Jesus thinks. He said, verse, verse 18, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed. And the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with eyes salve that thou mayest see. So, now, let's look at this. The It doesn't matter church. The lukewarm church, they've lost vision. They lack righteousness. Um, and it's it's so plenty. He said, anoint your eyes. He can't see any, any longer. Verse 19, as many as I love, I rebuke. And chasten, be zealous therefore, and repent. And 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 see, God is always giving a point, a, a, a chance of repentance. He's always giving a chance of repentance, and that is at times what, why what makes us to take him for granted. Oh, God is not that wicked, Jerry. He will understand. And things like these happen so, so frequently in our churches. And this is the only church that has nothing positive about them. The lukewarm church. Are you lukewarm? Are you a lukewarm Christian? Is your church lukewarm? Is the church your pastor in lukewarm? Verse 19. Verse 19 says, apologies for that. Verse 19 says, all that he loves, as many as he loves, he chastens. As many that God loves, God chastens. So all these negative words, all this, um, you better repent, is because Jesus loves us. 
all these things has been said as I'm, I'm even saying it's just because Jesus loves us. If 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 it if if it affects you and you you know you are guilty of this, it's not for you to just withdraw into your shell. It's because God loves you and He wants you to repent. Verse twenty. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him, and I will sup with him, and he with me. You can hear the voice and not open the door. It's possible. You can hear the voice and not open the door. Jesus is telling you, open the door of your heart. I may scold you harshly. I may scold you harshly. It's because I love you. And this is what, this is how Jesus ends the words to the church that's still around before rapture. Open the door of your heart. To him that overcomes, will I grant the, the, the verse 21? To him that overcomes, will I grant the seat to sit with me in my throne? And even as I also overcame, and I'm set down with my father in his throne, he that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. May we all overcome in the name of Jesus. May we all, all of us, may we all overcome. May we not, may we not fall victim of, of crown snatchers or losing our rewards, all the things we've been doing for the Lord, all the things we've been doing in the church. May we all not lose our rewards in the name of Jesus. Um, I'll just quickly do a, a, a recap of all the seven churches. So we'll just look at the, the positive, the negative, and the counsel um, God gave them. Maybe we'll just stay on the positive and negatives. The Ephesus church, that's the first church. and That's what we call the apostolic church. Um, God, Jesus commend, commended their good works, their labor, their patience, and they hated the Nicolaitans. Um, you can check the first part of this, uh, I think the second part of the, of the lecture, part two, uh, to know who the Nicolaitans are. And uh, condemnation, they have left their first love. The second church, Church of Smyrna, that's the persecuted church. Jesus commended their works, their tribulation, their poverty. No single negative word was uttered to this church. So it's possible. Uh, there's a Yoruba proverb that's saying that um, it's, not, it's not possible for us to walk without our head not shaking. Uh, the, that's the, 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 the allegorical um, interpretation is it's not possible to be without faults. But it's a church without faults, Church of Smyrna. Not one word of condemnation. Let's go to the next church, Church of Pegamon. Pegamon um, is what I titled the Endured Church. So from the Apostolic Church to the Persecuted Church, the church that is so indulged, uh, Jesus commended their works. They held fast to his name. They have not denied his faith. But they had a negative thing. They, they, are, they have false teachings. False teachers of Balaam and the Nicolaitans. So they've been indulging other people. Well, it doesn't really matter. Let's just, let's just allow them. We can't, we can't keep chasing everybody out of the church. We can't keep getting so strict. That's indulged church, the church of Pergamum. The church of Theatria. 
So it went from the Apostolic Church to the Persecuted Church to the Indulged Church. Now the fourth church, Theatria, is what I call the Pagan Church. So they've left the, from being indulged to actually being a Pagan Church. The good thing about them is they got, Jesus commented their, their good works, their love, service, faith, and patience. But the negative thing, they allow Jezebel to start teaching idolatry. And they compromised. Okay, now the next church, Church of Sardis, what I call, I tell to the dead church. So they moved from apostolic church, were persecuted, were persecuted, relaxed, they became indulged. Further relaxed, they just became a pagan church. Now the church is dead. Pata, pata. As in finally, Church of Sardis. Jesus still commented their works. Um, the 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 number of them among them still have they have a remnant, but the negative thing Jesus says they are dead. Their works are not complete. They are dead, and the, the remnant say watch watch that's the little thing that remains. You better watch it so that you don't even lose it. Don't lose it completely. And the next church, the sixth church, Church of Philadelphia. This is why I titled the Church Christ Loved, and Jesus commended their works. The missions, they have little strength, they kept his word, and they have not denied his name. And not a single negative word about this church. So even though there are dead churches around, even though the church seems dead, there are still a few remnants who don't have a single negative word. So it's possible to live and, and, and not offend God. And the last but not the least church, um, it is what I tie to the lukewarm church. And that's what the church of Laodicea. Um, not one single word of commendation. Not, not one single positive word about this church. Uh, negative words, they are lukewarm, they are wretched, they are miserable, they are poor, they are blind, they are naked. Ugh. And I can tell you this last, the, the, the last Four churches exist till now. The pagan church, the indulged church, the dead church, the church that Christ loved, the lukewarm church. Who are you among all this? Does Christ love you? Are you dead in your works? The Lord will help you. Help us all in Jesus' name. May we not lose our crowns. May we not lose our rewards in the name of Jesus. Um, so next time we're going to start from chapter 4. And that's where we uh, we'll take it to what starts happening after these things. After all the things that happen in the day of John. Let's just say a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for today. Thank you for making us to learn again at your feet we ask that these uh, lessons we've learned will help us to draw closer to you that we'll be more prepared for your coming in the name of jesus thank you father in jesus name of prayed amen god bless you uh should you have any questions that you want us to discuss further you can either leave me a voice note on on this platform or uh we can take it up on any of the social media platforms um i'm on all social media platforms at tolu Tokbadada, facebook instagram um twitter at tolu Tokbadada, uh, so we can 
take our discussion from there. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Bye.